You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market, and Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430. It is episode 125. Yeah, 125. Had to check my notes right quick. Um, we done the live show last week, which was sort of kind of cool, and it was something new, um, but we're back to the regular plan um, this week, and we've got, a, we've got a guest, so you didn't have to listen to me ramble on uh, the entire hour, but we've got Ethan Hogan coming to us all the way from Wisconsin. Buddy, I seen some temperatures the other day that's in and around your area, and the temperatures are way colder than what we're seeing here in Canada right now. You guys are having a cold snap. Yes. Yeah, we uh, we got some really cold weather about a week ago. Yeah. Uh, it was single digits, lots of wind um that was right it must have been around november 17th because it was deer season here um which is like a, a holiday yeah um, so i remember the weather i i didn't deer hunt here i was actually with my family in tennessee but um all my friends were telling me about it and uh right before i left uh all the water had uh locked up pretty much that we that we hunt around here obviously i'm in the northeastern part of green bay Okay. Uh, so there's the lake. There's Lake Michigan, which it it does. It takes a lot to lock it up. It, yeah. it won't be for a long time before that mm-hmm. happens. Uh, it's still holding a lot of birds, um, but right in my general area, um, a lot of the good hunting happens when that that sheet water. It's anywhere from six inches to a foot deep is is open um, in those cornfields, and it just holds birds. You know, all yeah. through October, November. So. Yeah, we're getting cold, and uh, this this weekend, uh, this season, we have a two-week split coming up, so we'll have a two-week break. Starting on December 4th, we close for 14 days. Okay. Um, and then we'll open back up December 18th, and we'll go until January 4th. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. That gives you a good little, good little break to recharge the batteries and, and clean the gear and, and yeah. get ready for the yeah. final push, right? Um, yep. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, so you can see, it's just, uh, Ethan and I on tonight, uh, the boys are all busy. So, um, which probably makes it a little bit better cause it'll save us from a bunch of tangents that we'll end up going off, uh, going off. But yeah, so Ethan, uh, Ethan's been, uh, been following us for a while. Um, we put out a, a, a call or a request here, not very long ago saying, Hey, listen, if anybody wanted to to come on and talk about their area that they're hunting in um, to give us a call or shoot us a message. And, and Ethan did, and he's come from Wisconsin. And, and if you remember way, way, way back um, to our first few episodes, um, we had, uh, we had a gentleman on from Wisconsin uh, that was working for first light at the time. Um, so he jumped on and, and so really, Ethan, you are the first Wisconsin guy and he wasn't in Wisconsin. He was just from Wisconsin when he was sure, on the show. Sure. Um, you're the first Wisconsin 
guy that's in Wisconsin. So uh, it's too bad Ryan and Mark aren't here because they're big Cheesehead fans. And uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, go Pat, go. We got to get that in here. Well, so I might yeah. get disowned if I don't. So I got to say it for for everybody. Well, yeah, so. well. <laughs> uh Aaron isn't Aaron isn't doing very well this year so uh I think no no yeah. it's rough it's yeah rough. it is a rough year for the pack um but yeah so anyways Ethan reached out to us said that he'd love to come on and be able to talk about hunting in in uh in Wisconsin and and we have a lot of similarities uh we're big fans of real geese and so is Ethan um he's starting to get into the, the to the first light obviously we're huge fans of first light and um you know, we've got a lot of similarities, so I thought it'd be cool sure, that uh, sure. Ethan jump on. So, so yeah, buddy, like you've been hunting for a long time. You started down in Tennessee, right? Yep. Yeah. Like I said, uh, my family's all from there. Uh, so when I was about 16, uh, my buddy, his name's Randy. Uh, he kind of got me started him and his cousin, uh, kind of wading into this timber spot <laughs> They were like, you want to come with us? And I'm like, I don't even have waders. Yeah. So I uh, I called up my uncle who hunts a lot, not waterfowl, but just deer. I'm like, hey, man, yeah. uh, you got any waders? And he's yeah. like, yeah, I got waders, but they leak. And I'm like, well, they'll have to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, we I started going with Randy, and I saw them first uh, mallards come in that timber. And uh, ever since then, I guess it's been 15 years ago now. Um yeah that's been that's been it for me <laughs> and the rest so, is history eh yep yep for sure it's for it's sure. funny you know like we hear it so many times everybody's got their own um i guess the, their own hook that that got them right and and we hear yep. people say you know, the first time I seen this and the first time I, I experienced that and I've never hunted flooded timber. So, so I don't know what it's like. It It's a dream of mine to, to someday sure. do, but yeah. I can just imagine that if you, your very first experience waterfowl hunting and you're seeing mallards dipping and diving, coming into flooded timber, I, I can see why you're hooked because all I ever see is it on videos and, and it's pretty, pretty special from, from watching it, it. is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing like Arkansas, I'd say in Tennessee, but I mean, you know, you get the, the occasional hunts where they just drop right in, in the late season. And, uh, there's just a little pie and there's big water down there too. Um, but when I moved to Wisconsin, it was completely different. Um, I had never hunted a, a Canada goose in my life. Um, right, right. And then so when we, when we moved up here, we moved out into the country uh, near where I work. And we were living here and I kept seeing all these geese, like just flying over my house. I live like kind of on a refuge. You okay. can't hunt back there. It's just like a huge body of water. And um, I just kept seeing hundreds and hundreds of geese. And, um, like I said, I, I didn't even own goose decoys. I had some duck floaters and all the stuff that you need for, you know, hunting ducks, yeah. but nothing for geese. And, uh, so I went to work and I had met some guys at work and, uh, I met a guy named Jeff, uh, his name is Jeff Merrill. And, uh, he worked at, down in the ER where I work. And I said, Hey Jeff, you ever been goose hunting? I'm like, there's all these geese out by my house and all these fields. 
And uh, he's like, yeah, I, I goose hunt. He's like, uh, if you got some fields, then, you know, I'll bring my decoys and the trailer and, yeah. and uh, I'll, I'll bring the stuff and you, you get the fields. And, and uh, so me and Jeff have been friends for, for six years now. And, and uh, we still hunt together all the time. So a, a match made in heaven. I eh? have to give credit to Jeff for showing me that. A, a match I lost made you for a second day. Yeah, no, no, that's that's fine, buddy. My internet is uh can be can be uh pretty choppy at times. So but a match made in heaven, right? Because you had the land, um, he had the decoys, had the trailer. Um and it and it you know it makes things a lot easier when each person brings something to the table, right? Um, but now for sure, for sure, you know, so is that now you know, you, you started in Tennessee, you started seeing those mallards and that flooded timber, excuse me, is, is the, the big honkers, the Canada's, is that what you're primarily chasing now in Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah. That's my go-to up here. Um, like I said, when you're hunting these, uh, when you're hunting fields, of course, in cut corn, uh, and, in sheet water, you're going to get the, you're going to get ducks no matter of course. what. Yeah. Uh, so during duck season, it's nice to, you know, get your combo shoots in. Of course. Um, so that's nice. Um, but if, it, if there's a field full of honkers or a field full of ducks, I I'm going to the honker field. Cause that's are you really? My, oh yeah. All day, oh, all day, so especially in fields. Now, if you showed me some timber or some water with a bunch of mallards dumping in, you might be able to get me on a boat or, or wade me into that, into the, those flooded trees that you, you might be able to convince me, but just a dry cornfield. I'm taking the big honkers. All really? Day. Eh? That's, that's oh, yeah. awesome. I'd pick ducks no matter <laughs> where the hunt is. I'd pick ducks, um, every day. Um, but you know, uh, I do like, I, I must admit, um, and I said this to my buddy, um, a couple weeks ago, cause we have, we have a pretty good lull in this area, um, around, around i guess the third week of october until about now I, I think it's a lull some people argue with me but i just don't see a ton of birds um i don't see a ton of ducks we always have a a, a fairly good population of canadas that's coming by but i i don't yeah. target them I, I don't hunt them that much and i said to my buddy the really? other day and i'm like you know what i think it's time that we we start hitting some fields and chasing some geese because uh i'm starting to get itchy here waiting for these ducks to pile in so we'll we sure. will just start hitting our prime time now we'll start getting some really good birds coming in now hmm. um went on a little scout this morning and and the black ducks and the mallards um they're starting to show up now so so that's a good sign but it, it's funny yeah. but i guess you know for you you grew up uh, and you started hunting where it was ducks. And then when you come up to Wisconsin, well, it's a totally different species of birds for you to hunt yeah. now. Right. So exactly. I, I totally, I totally get, um, I totally understand and, and, uh, why you would, why you would switch, but, um, it's just, it's just funny because there, yeah. there's a ton of people. It's either straight geese or straight ducks. Um, yeah. the people have their preferences. Right. So, sure. but I know, and I alluded to it in, in the introduction that, you know, that you're a big real geese fan. And obviously we can yep. see, see behind you that you're a big real geese fan, but I looked at your YouTube channel 
and sure. and you have uh, and i'll get a plug in there for your youtube channel it's uh, somewhere in wisconsin and you should check it out because it is some really really good uh video footage um yep. Yeah, so that's uh, so that's Chase McCullough's uh, McCullough's channel. Uh, so he runs that, and he does tons of tons and tons of different hunting. He does yeah. everything, dude. That guy's he's incredible, dude. He spends so much time out there, and a lot of it's with his dad, which is yeah. he's older. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, Chase comes up and he does all the filming for us, you know, like and uh, does all the media and all that stuff and all the editing. So I can't really take credit for the channel, but um, I just wanted to get a, get a, you know, a shout out to Chase. Okay. He's like, he's such a good guy, man. And okay, good. Uh, no, that's, like, that's awesome. Said, he helps me with like everything. He comes up, he films hunts for us and yeah, he does everything. So, and uh, it's kind of same thing with him. And, and like, I have a relationship with him. It's the same as with Jeff. I'm like, Hey man, I got a fill full of honkers or, you know, I got a thousand ducks sitting in this field. Yeah. Um, you know, let's get you up here so you can film a video for it. And uh, and then so I get to look back on the hunt. He does all filming for me. And then he gets to have a good hunt with his dad or just him or or yeah. whatever. Dude. And um, so he travels up. He's like two hours south of me. OK, that's um, not bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's an awesome guy. So I just want to get that in there for him. And and uh so, but that's his channel, so I can't take take credit okay. for that. But no, I no. am on the channel. I am on the channel quite a bit. Um, but it's so, not yours, yeah. yeah. No, that that's nope, really cool. That's nope. really cool, dude. And and I tell you, um, it's it's pretty nice to see that um that you're humble enough to talk about all of your friends. Like you you can't do this alone right and that's oh, no, what never no and i think that's one of the biggest hiccups with with new people and i know you do a, a bit of stuff with with youth with youth hunters and stuff like oh, that yeah, big time big and time. people getting involved in the sport i think that's a that's something that some people think that they need to be able to be self-sufficient and it is an extremely difficult hobby or passion to get into if you're trying to do it all alone by yourself um, and, yeah. and we say it on this show all the time to surround yourself with good people. Um, and it's, you certainly seem to be living proof of that because you've got some great friends and, and both of both you and your friends both benefit from the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is awesome. I've met some amazing people up here. Uh, and like you said, I, I couldn't do it without them. And, uh we all hunt i mean it's a small group you know i mean i hunt with like maybe five guys six guys yeah. I, I will run a big i'll run a big group every so often but um right. you know I, i'll run five or six guys but i i have 10 friends you know 10 people that i invite on a regular basis because you do okay i mean there's so much pressure up here you do get into the thing where you run into people or yeah. Uh, you'll take people, you'll take people and, the, and they'll, they'll, they'll be on your field, you know, next week or whatever, wow. which is fine. I mean, it's all private, you know, I ask for permission, you know, but right. it's kind of a respect thing. And so I keep my group relatively small and, and, um, they all help me and, and I help them, you know? Um, so it's awesome. I, I have a great group of people and I take my son with me. Um, so I keep, it's another thing I, I try to take people, but also my, 
the main thing is safety. You know, I just, yeah. I want people to be safe. So if they Absolutely. need someone to show them how to do that, then they can come with me. Right. I, I'm like, if you're young, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Etiquette, you right? Learn how to run decoys, spreads. Great. Like, let's go. You know, you're going to have to work hard. You yep. know, like you can ask all the young guys at home with me. They're going to be pulling the sled, not me. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, setting the decoys <laughs> and, and most likely cutting brush most likely yeah <laughs> and uh and i'll be setting decoys and doing the fun stuff but um uh, the gun safety man is just it's incredibly important so it, I, it is I try to it is incredibly that. important and and i and i gotta tell you and and i wish the boys were on here especially phil and dave because the, they um phil is such a safety guy and dave um he's a big time dude when it comes to um taking out new hunters and, and, and introducing them to the sport. And, yeah. and I wish they were here to be able to talk to you about it because um, they'd be pretty impressed because I, I don't want to say that safety is often forgotten about because I, I honestly don't think that it is, sure. but I, as I say that it's not a priority, right. if that makes sense. Um, oh Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what but, I mean? I mean, accidents happen, right? I mean, we Absolutely. all get caught up in the moment, you know, 100%. And, and when you're, when you're hunting big groups or small group, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but the more guns you have to manage, right. The just inherently going to be a little bit more dangerous mm -hmm. um, when you're all shooting birds and you got two or three dogs running. Yeah. It can get, it can get a little, you know, you get a little hairy. So, I try to just when we're all running, you know, in my group and all my group is really good about staying unloaded, keeping the actions open and, and just being safe when we're out walking around decoys and, you know, That's dogs awesome. are out there. We're like, well, if it's going to cost us a bird or two, it's going to cost us a bird. Right. It's, yeah. It's fine. You know, yeah. Um, it is what it is, right? I mean, it yeah, just, absolutely. That's how it is. So no, that yeah, that's it's, it's uh, awesome, man. It's awesome to hear you say it. That to be honest with you, it, it, yeah. it really is awesome to hear. Now, talk to us. You know, um, I I we started to get into it, but then we 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 kind of changed the subject. Uh, but rabbit holes, uh, <laughs> yeah, rabbit holes, and and we're famous for it on this show. But um, okay. you know, so so you. You started in Tennessee, you were hunting ducks, you move up to Wisconsin, you fall in love with, with hunting geese and, and you can tell that it's your passion. And, and I know you like you've used pretty much everything that's on the market. And, and I would be, it would not be a good idea if I couldn't get a plug in for real geese, who's the sponsor of the show, but yep. you are a huge fan of real geese and you've sure. used all of the other things that's on the market. Explain, yep. because there is still this misconception that silhouettes don't work, right? Sure. Um, sure. And, and we proved it. We done, we done a weekend hunt uh, just yep. this past little, and that's all we ran, nothing but real geese silhouettes, and, sure. and we killed a ton of birds. Um, what is it with you that made you stick with real geese? Yeah. Um, so I, like you said, I've, you can ask anyone I've run just about any brand of decoy that you can imagine. Like my, my friends mm -hmm. all make fun of me. I'm always buying something. 
Yeah. And they're like, dude, you got to stop buying decoys. I'm like, well, I got to try them all, man. I got <laughs> yeah. to make sure that I got what works. So, yeah. And uh, it, it's a disease, but that's fine. That's for a different different rabbit hole. Uh, but I did try a lot of stuff. And then I got some of the Shadow series. And I looked back on my actual YouTube. I put a, I put a video out um, like in 2019. They had, it might have been 18 going into 19, but okay. uh, they... So Craig had just come out with the shadow series, like yep. real geese's first, like economical, affordable. That would have been 19. Yeah. Coming into yep, 19. Yeah. Uh, option. Right. Cause at yep. the time this, the real geese were like top of the market for a reason. They, they had the cloth on them. Yeah. They had 12 different poses per box, like everything you want. But for someone like me with three kids, two kids, whatever, it wasn't necessarily affordable. Right? right that was always kind of the thing so when i bought the the shadow series i was in contact with craig the whole time and and i'm like hey man these are these are great right yeah they're perfect affordable they got the steel stakes you got rid of the wood like yeah perfect you know so we just kind of kept in contact since then just chatting just you know how craig is like he's always yeah. wants feedback and Absolutely. if people don't know craig you know he owns uh real geese so and his dad owned it before. But anyways, yeah. so we kept in contact just about like general review stuff, nothing real important. And uh, so I I kept noticing with the shadows and the other brands I was using that weren't flocked that they had this really bad glare from the sun. Uh, any sunny days, it was, you know, it would push birds off. They would just kind of not really flare, but you'd have to pass shoot a little more than I'd like to do. Yeah. Uh, so then we talked about the cloth and getting something affordable going with that. And he did. I mean, he came out with the Eclipse series, which are right behind me. Uh, yeah. And they have no shine. They have a cloth material. They're just yeah. like the Shadow series, uh, as in they're a darker decoy, um, but they have no shine. Uh, yep. so when the sun hits them, it's like a dull, uh, decoy. And, um, so that's what pulled me into the real geese, um, team, I guess it's just Craig listening, <laughs> like, like he yeah. just listens. Like if you want something, you just tell him. And he's like, yeah, I think, you know, that's a good idea. I'll see what I can do. And, and, uh, he got rid of the glare and made it affordable. Um, so not that other companies don't have flock decoys and things, you know, flock silhouettes that, you know, may not shine, but they're also getting up there into that pro two series price. And at that point, I'm just going to run the pro twos that yeah. have 12 different poses in every box. You yeah. know, a lot of these other companies you're getting like two or three poses, unless yeah. you order the, the separate poses, right? Whereas yeah. in real geese, you order the dozen, you're getting multiple poses per box yeah um so that's kind of how this led up to me you you know just using the real geese uh primarily so not that and, you won't ever see us in the videos you know we'll have full bodies out there in shells of course you know, when it's gonna get cold um just i mean you gotta have shells you gotta have shells when it's when there's snow on the ground i'm running shells like yeah. probably five dozen uh, okay but anyways and then I'm running, I'm running the, the, the X clip series, probably at least six dozen of those, maybe nine. I have nine dozen. So basically just making a big black hole in the snow and yep. sucks them right in. So. 
yeah, that's awesome. Um, and and yeah, now that's, that's, that's how I got with that. But like I said, I've I'm. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine, buddy. I was gonna say like that relationship started that way with you reaching out to Craig, but now you're you're kind of on the real geese team now, right? Like explain, yeah. explain your relationship now with the real geese with, with the company and with Craig and, and, and what you do now. Yeah. I, so I guess I'm just part of the team as far as um, they do. They just send me, they send me products in return for different media yeah. um, things that we do, um, yeah. you know, fo- you know, focusing in, focusing in on them in different videos uh doing lots of in the field comparison um tons of things like that mostly all just media telling people about real geese uh and you know a lot of times people will get the decoys and then they just don't have time to to get them out and then when they do i mean you're hunting right i mean you don't have time to take pictures set aside time to take pictures edit the pictures to make them look decent and then, you know, pulled spread. So mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and sometimes I'll go out and set a whole spread just to take pictures of new decoys. Right. Uh, and all the, you know, like the prototype bags. Um, I, I actually bought, I bought the, the, the whole prototype set when it came out because I wanted the bag that bad. I paid for it out of my pocket. Yeah. So I got the, I wanted that green bag to see what it was all about. And, yeah, yeah. uh, so I got the bag and I got the, uh, all the decoys that came with it. <clears throat> and so I love that bag. And I was just talking to Craig about that and, uh, making the bag better. Uh, we're, you know, hopefully making the bag bigger to fit the, the six dozen better, yeah. uh, which I think Craig is going to do. I think he said maybe like inch and a half in, okay. you know, all diameters, yeah. And uh, trying to figure out a way to just make the bags better, make the decoys better. Like I said, it it's uh, when I'm out hunting, I'm just making mental notes, taking notes of like what happened that day. What why are the birds reacting the way they're doing? Right. Is mm-hmm. it the decoy? Is it our hide? Is something flaring the birds? Am I seeing something on the decoys that's making the birds flare? Like I said, I kept noticing on these sunny days that things are fl- flaring worse than on cloudy days on cloudy days they just land in the decoys yeah you know it's the something's going on and uh so then i started running more cloth and getting the pro twos and different things and the birds started reacting differently um so i guess they would just say i'm probably r&d and media yeah. you know um and, and just working with craig and tina and and brandy they're yeah. kind of they're the backside of the operation. Yeah, the unsung heroes, out, eh? Man. Dude, they... Yeah. I mean, like, you saw the Black Friday sale, dude. They went in the day after Thanksgiving and packed up, like, so yeah. many boxes. So, shout out to Tina and Brandy for the uh, customer service, because that's who you get, right, when you, yeah. when you have a problem. It, then, I mean, and that's another thing, man. Like, you'll find out in the waterfowl industry, there's very few companies that, like, will call you, answer, fix the problem. And that's the thing for me, like it's customer service for me. Like, well, Greg, if something's wrong with your decoys, dude, he'll ship you a new dozen. Like, no so, questions asked. You know, like, I, I, I haven't. I don't want to sound like I've been around forever, um, but I, but I've dealt with a <laughs> with a lot of businesses, um, and and I've I've always keep my ear to the ground on on what 
you know, what people like and, and what works for somebody or, or bad experiences and stuff. And, you know, the times that I hear somebody to say that they've had a bad experience with, with real geese, my first question is, did you call them? Because oh, yeah. if you called them, I guarantee you that they, they, they will fix it. I have oh, yet yeah. to meet anybody that's had an issue with real geese decoys if they've called the shop i've yet to meet anybody that didn't walk away happy yeah for sure and and i can honestly say that there is no other and and listen i i get it and i'll say it here we have a ton of businesses that 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 sponsor us and stuff like that but um I can't say that about any other business like I can real geese because I know sure. that if you have a problem, it will get fixed 100% every time. Definitely. It, Definitely. it, it, it's pretty awesome. Um, but it, that's, it really is. I mean, there's other companies that have, you know, there's other companies that have good, uh, yeah. customer service. Like I don't of want course. to say they don't, but that's, right. that's the, like, that's the thing that drew me to Craig was not only a customer service, but I mean, I started out as just a customer. I'm, yeah. I'm literally no one to Craig. Yeah. Like, I don't know Craig from yeah. nobody. Right. right. Besides right. messaging him on Facebook and now being part of like, you know, what we do together. But otherwise that's how it started. I was just literally just a customer that bought six that's dozen amazing. of the cheapest decoys he had. Like it's not that's like amazing. I bought 50 dozen of it you know, pro twos, it wasn't like that, you know, and I just started reviewing them and using them. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I'm lucky enough. I do have three kids, but my wife lets me hunt, you know, anytime I'm not working. Yeah. So like this year, I probably spent way too many days. In the field. <laughs> too many uh, to count. That's awesome, many, buddy. Yeah, that's a good, that's, it, yeah, that's good. I, I've hunted since uh, almost every weekend since uh, September 2nd. Wow, good I for you, buddy. Almost every weekend, at one day. I you, yeah. I don't hunt both days. Uh, I do. Go, I go to church on Sundays, but yeah. Uh, and you got kids, right? So yep, yep. And that and the, and those guys, uh, those guys demand demand some attention oh, too, yeah, right? And sure. You 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 can't you can't forget about them. Um, yeah. I forgot my train of thought there, <laughs> but we were talking about Craig, and and we were just talking about how you know. Um, you started off as, as just a customer calling in to him, asking for some, that that's where I was going. I, again, with this idea of if you surround yourself with good people, good things happen. And I know that's what Craig does because um, he, I know he spends a ton of product to get it out to people like you test it to beat it up to to wear it out to put it through its elements to 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 try and make it fail ultimately is what you're trying to do and then hit him back with with everything that you found right and i know i know every company every business has uh has some r d um but like craig is like the the places that he sends, like we we don't do any testing for Craig, um, sure. but we know we know lots of people that do, and yep. it's a it's impressive, like yeah. the amount it of really product is. that I he mean, for, sends out. 
Yeah. And for nothing, really. I mean, yeah. like I said, I mean, we have a relationship as far as, you know, tag on, you know, doing things on Instagram, doing things on YouTube when we can, you know, doing stuff with Chase when we can. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, Chase isn't getting anything out of it either, besides coming up here and filming for me and having a good hunt. Yeah. You know, and um, let, you know, just filming the decoys, taking pictures, whatever, you know, he does. And, uh, but yeah, that's the thing with Craig. I mean, he's like, yeah, just test it. That's what I yeah. want. And just, that's how it works. Um, yeah. and like I said, not all the customers can, can test it. Right. I mean, that's right. obviously they get feedback from the customer, but how many times are they putting, you know, some people may only hunt five or six weekends or five that's or right. six days total. That's right. You know, and, and that's fine. That's great. Right. Yeah, but that's why you don't that's really why you get to beat something until you, right. Until you beat it. Right. I mean, yeah. I, you can ask, any, <laughs> you can ask anyone. I, I'm not just delicately putting nothing nowhere. Like it's right. Yeah, those yeah. things are getting thrown anywhere and everywhere. They're getting but laid in the a... mud, put in the mud. The bags are going in the in the trailer, in trucks. Uh, lots of times we have to walk, so we're going through sleds and mud, water, dude. But that's I a. Mean... But it's such a good point. That, you know, um, we talked about it on this show in the past, and we've talked about this. You know, um, the term now seems to be ambassador. Before it was pro staff. Um, and we've talked about it on this show where, listen, you've got to bring something to the table to these companies, right? Like, sure. and, and listen, if you can only hunt five times a season, then, then that's fine because that's yeah. what, that's what your life is. You know, you've got other responsibilities and you've got other limitations that, that, that stop you from hunting more than five times a year. And there's nothing wrong with only hunting five times out of the year. Right. Oh yeah. No, no, not at all. But what, for a company to to say okay i'm going to give you this and i need you to 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 critique it and i need you to work it and i need you to to give me some feedback you know sometimes you can't get that on only five hunts out of the year you need it right. in the field you know 20 30 times out of the year and you need different weather patterns you need different shooters yep. you need different locations and stuff like that so that's a really important thing for any of the young hunters that's that's watching or uh, watching and listening to this podcast is listen just remember before you approach a company looking for that ambassador that pro staff or that deal um <laughs> you got to, you've got to bring something to the table that, yeah. that benefits the company, right? Because the company's got to get something out of it, yeah. and and that's and that's really ultimately what what the point I'm trying to get at here. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like I said, I I I'm honestly not on very many staffs at all. I mean, yeah. like I said, for Craig, I mean, even for real geese, he just started as a customer. It was, yeah, it had no intentions of ever, you know, doing anything with them necessarily, and then it just kind of. You know, I messaged Craig here and there, a couple of emails, a couple of that. And I was like, hey, Craig, if you'll, you know, if you just send me some of this, I'll get it tested out. But like I said, even the new prototype bag, I just paid full price because I wanted to get it and test it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this bag, home yeah. run. You know, it's good so yeah. far. Right. I've only yeah. used it for, it's only been out for a month, but I've beat it already quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, 
I don't, you know, the deal things is negligent, right? I mean, like, meaning I don't, you know, the free stuff is great, you know, yeah. getting product, you know, to test is great and it's fun. But it, the, what people don't also know is like all the work. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah. the backside of all the work that you have to do. Well, and you um, talked about it where you said that, where you said like five minutes ago, like you'll go set up an entire spread just yeah. to, just to get pictures. And you, you know, so that's what I'm getting at. Like there has to be, there has to be a, a, a significant takeaway for the company. The company's got to sure. be, but I, and I've said this before, the, the company's got to benefit more than what you benefit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because and a lot that's... of these companies too, that I support, like I said, I pay full price Yeah, for yeah, a yeah. lot of the stuff too, Yeah, you know, that I already owned and yeah. then I beat it to heck. And I'm like, Hey, you know, can we work something out here? Can we, you know, I like this. I already yep. use it. I already know this product forward and back. Yep. I know the company. I know who owns it. I know yep. the people that work in the back, right? Because I've dealt with the customer service. So I know That's right. that when I support this company, I can say, oh, my buddy bought six dozen. His look like trash or his broke. He needs it fixed. I know to who to tell him and I know it's going to get fixed. Some yep. companies that doesn't happen, right? I mean, and some of the companies, like some of the ones you see behind me or the ones you see me tag on Instagram, I do that because they help me, right? Even yeah. though I'm just a customer. I yeah, call, absolutely. Like, there, there, there is a company that a lot of people know, right? It's a, it's an ammo company. And um, the I, I wish I could shout them out, but I know you guys. No, 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 go on. for it. Go for the shout um, out. But so Brandon Sarecki, he's the one that owns Boss. Oh yeah, um, boss shot shells. Yeah. Yeah. He owns that, right? Yeah. And that's great. I pay full price for everything. Everything in those bags back there. I pay for that out of my pocket. Um, but you call Brandon, you can get him at the shop. You just call him. If your gun breaks, you can send it to him. And he yeah. ships it back in the day. You know, like stuff like that. Just customer service. Like you call a shop, Meg answers the phone. You're like, hey, I hunt this type of bird. Or hey, my gun choke's not working this for this shell or whatever yeah. your problem is dude someone's gonna answer that's, awesome. that's why i shoot that shell because i don't care about i mean it's nice right but yeah. ammo's ammo i mean it's gonna kill the bird you know like that stuff doesn't really get me too excited but the customer service you know that's what no very know, good point that's what took me to real geese to begin with and so and they don't they don't glare so no really anyways, good point Talk That's to us about customer service. <laughs> yeah, that's good though. No, but it is good because you know a lot of people talk about it, but yet, um, they say it's important, but yet, it's not it's not important enough for them to switch. That if yeah. that if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um. Talk to us about so. Talk to us about your 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 strategy when it comes to silhouettes. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that start, especially with the cost of full bodies because full bodies are going through the roof right now. And, and I get it. I understand yeah. why the cost of full bodies are going through the roof. And I understand why businesses have to increase their costs. Um, sure. But now the silhouette is becoming even more popular. 
but people are still nervous and they still don't know how to how to deploy them, how to use them. So give us give sure. us some strategies on because you're hunting Canada geese that's already been shot at. Oh, 100%. You know, right. Like <laughs> this is this is birds that's coming. That's already left um, the prairie pothole region. They're coming down. They've been hunted and they're coming down. And now you've got to trick them. To, to come into your spread. So talk to us yeah. about your strategy. Yeah. And they're, they're coming to a pressured area too. Yeah. This area, yeah, absolutely. especially like right where I live, uh, there's like, uh, well, there's the lake, there's Lake Michigan. So we get birds from there, obviously, but then there's five or six giant like roots that will hold 500 to a thousand birds. Okay. Whether that's Canada's or ducks or a mixture, but yeah. a lot of birds. I mean, the roost behind my house holds 500 on a regular basis, Canada geese. Okay. Uh, and so people come here, come to just like my local region to to hunt geese from 30 miles in any direction. They come here to look at these roosts and follow them to the feed. So we get a lot of pressure. They're already been shot at and they're pressure when they get here. So yeah. um, I'd say the, the strategy is to not have decoys that glare in the sun. Uh, yeah. So first first why, yeah i mean yeah that's for, for starters regardless of what you want to run i like yeah. i said i've used every brand um but that's why a lot of times like i have all my x clips in separate bags because i want to know which ones have shine and which ones don't and right. so that way i know on sunny days which bags to take um yeah which we're also working on is getting a way to tag the bag something on there on the bag that's removable so that it's not permanent but also so you know like when you walk into the shop for each day or each hunt you know which bags to pick up okay. um so that's my first step is figuring out the weather and the wind um and so that's the first step getting the decoys that are going to fit the situation um so i run the x clips most of the time and then somehow you have to figure out how to set yourself apart from the other spreads that you see. So sometimes I'll pick up early and I'll drive around and see what everyone else is running and how big a spread they're running. So some people may only be running five dozen. If I see most people are running five dozen, then I know the next day I need to run 15 dozen. So right. I'm just going to blow out the bags and just, it sucks. You got to put up that many decoys. <laughs> Yeah. But if you're going to be running traffic and pressure birds, sometimes that's what you got to you got to have. Uh, so that's what I try to do something different than everybody else. And I do think with the uh, even though that um, the full body prices went up, I feel like a lot of people have used silhouettes with, excuse me, without success. So then you see a lot of those on the market, too. Yeah. Um, like used ones. Um, and so a lot of people still use full bodies. So they're running like a fuller, a smaller full body spread or a bigger full body spread, either one. Yeah. And, uh, so I'll pay attention to that where they hunted and how they had their spread set up. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, then you have to take into consideration the shape of your spread. Uh, cause when, when the birds, uh, get over silhouettes, they do sometimes tend to lose them versus like a full body. They can see them over the top better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you do have to run. Um, it, it takes a couple passes, but you either have to run them really close together to yeah. make that big blob to, 
to get some shadows and stuff in there uh, so they can see you because with silhouettes, uh, it's really hard to get them seen in a plowed cornfield because of the dirt. Yeah. The, the birds blend in. I don't know if you've ever scouted very, like, yeah. freaking A, man. I have to use binos when I scout for geese in these plowed cornfields. Yeah, absolutely. They blend in so well. I, yep. It's incredible, dude. It's incredible how well they blend in. So you have to be uh, in these plowed cornfields. You got to be high. So like on a knoll or or okay. something like don't yeah. be down in a don't be down in a hole right yeah. that wouldn't make sense to begin with unless there's water down there but even then you ain't probably gonna get them geese in there but that's for another yeah. story maybe before I get on a rabbit hole but <laughs> be seen depending on where you're hunting that plowed corn is hard now if you got like picked corn or combine corn where there's a lot of stubble on the ground perfect you know you can probably get away with less you know less than 15 dozen right right um so then you got spread shape again you got to pay attention to what your neighbors are boy get down from there <laughs> you got to pay attention to what your neighbors are doing yeah and um so that's important and there's so many different spread shapes and sizes Absolutely. that we could get into um but i find myself running like a big comma shape with a big, like a big okay. blob. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then a tail coming off of that. And it kind of wraps around a little bit with some family groups. And then out in front of the, uh, out in front of the comma, this is hard to explain without paper. There's also another line of decoys. So right in the middle, there's almost like a runway. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's almost, you know, like a, uh, it's, it's hollow though. There's no decoys in there. It's just more like a kill hole, but it's long, stretched yep. out. Okay. Um, so that's kind of my most common shape, I'd say. Uh, and another thing is with uh, with silhouettes that people and, and full bodies, I see it all the time. They run everything too too close together, mm -hmm. um, way too close together. I mean, unless you need that, like in your pocket, like if you need a pocket of like really close together to be seen, that's fine. But then your other ten doesn't need to take up a lot of space. Yeah, a lot of real a estate. Lot, yeah, like I know, like there's a couple other people that talk about this too with silhouettes, and it is true. Like I, even like naturally for birds, if you ever see them in a field, sometimes they'll be strode across the entire field. Oh yeah. So, um, that's the hard. You know, I I feel like people set up on like a you know, 20 yard, 30 yard, 50 yard circle, when mm -hmm. in reality should probably be 200 yards long, your spread should be long. Yeah. Um, so unless you're hunting a pocket, which I hunt a lot of pockets of water, um, which help, but on dry fields, it's, um, and honkers, it's got to spread that sucker out. So Anyways, yeah, absolutely. Questions. Yeah, no, 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 and that and that's good. And and the takeaway from this is that you know, um, you can say, well, I use you know twelve dozen decoys, and and I do this comma shape. But the most important thing that you said on this is, is your scouting, and you're looking and seeing what everybody else is doing and what the birds are doing, right? Like there, there is no. There is no magic solution no. that's going to work every time. And that's what people need to understand. And, and, you know, 
you and I can hunt and we can bring Dave, Phil, Merck and Ryan and every one of us is going to want to set it up different. A hundred percent. You know, the same, we'll all try to employ the same tactics, Yeah. but every one of us is going to set it up different. And, and For sure. you know, as you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, like I go out and I, I see what other people are doing and I'm watching what they're doing. And then, and then I adjust that way. And that, and that's the kicker. Like, and I get it sometimes, you know, it, it's hard to, when, when you're working nine to five, five, five days a week and, and Saturday morning is your only morning that you get to hunt because Sunday is yep. you've, you've got responsibilities on Sunday. Um, and I get it that you can't get out and do that, but, and that's fine. Um, but if, if, if you want the, the, the best results, then it, the only way to get the best results is beat the road. And, and that is, is scout and watch and see yeah. what other people are doing yeah. and, and monitor the birds and see what the birds are doing. Because I've, you know, like we get some, like at the beginning of the season, we get some pretty dumb birds up here, especially, sure, sure. especially Canada's right. Like we get sure. some, we get some pretty friggin' dumb Canada's, but they turn, <laughs> but they turn smart really, really quick. And then, but it it just, sometimes it boggles my mind because like I'm right on the border. So like I, I can see New York, I can see the state of New York, um, from where, from where I am. And if I talk to somebody in upstate New York, they are completely different in their setup as opposed to what I am. And they're shooting the same birds. Sure. Sure. It, it's just I'm sure it, we are too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're you're in Wisconsin, right? So so yeah. what's happening in what's right above Wisconsin? That'll be Saskatchewan, right? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. There is the upper peninsula oh, of right. Michigan. Yeah, it, right, right. Which right, is a right. pretty big state. Yeah, it is. It's weird. I don't know if there's not enough food because um I have family there, but yeah. it, it's a lot of national forest, like forested land. There's not a whole lot of farmland. Yeah, so, I don't know if the birds just fly over that thing, um, but you see some Canada's up there, but not, not well, not enough and, to get me out of bed when I go up there to visit because I would. That's, I mean, I have yeah, but then that's weird the because if you talk about the Upper Peninsula, you talk divers and and the fellows oh, yeah, that, that yeah, 100% oh yeah, they run the lake over there. 100%. Oh man, I mean, I'm sure there's Canada's up there, but. They don't spend a lot of time there. No, no, but that's what I mean, right? Like you say that there's not a lot of Canada's there, but yet divers, like it, it, it's, oh. it's a mecca for divers, but yet Canada's <laughs> just, but Canada's just, you know, not interested. But now that yeah. being said, with 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 the agricultural land that's in Wisconsin, like why would they be sticking around the upper peninsula, right? Get down and get into that big, that high calorie, high fat diet of corn. Like I was in, actually I was over, I had to stop into, uh, I had to go over to New York today uh, to pick up some stuff. And uh, as I'm there in the hardware store, uh, I can overhear a guy talking and he was like, dude, we were driving through Wisconsin. And he was like, I don't know how long we were driving. And he said, both sides of the road was nothing but corn. He said, that's all it was. He said, the post's speed limit was 65. He said, no one was doing 65. No, everyone was doing 80. He said, because yeah. there, there's, it's just corn that that's it. It's just 
corn on both sides of the road. So when you're talking about Canada's and they're doing that migration route and they're hitting Wisconsin, buddy, they want nothing more than to start putting that bat on uh, for that, yeah. for that trip further South. Right. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why it's like that. And like I said, people probably will hate on me for saying that about the upper peninsula, but I just haven't seen, I mean, I'm sure there's pockets of Canada's, right? Oh, I'm sure there is wrong. too. I don't want to yeah. speak for the upper peninsula. I'm not from there. So, uh, but yeah, it's the same way here. People probably wonder why I don't lay out hunt out on the bay, you know, and yeah. uh, diver hunt and all that, but it's not my thing. I, I don't really like cold water uh, being from the South. Yeah. So I'm not going to go lay out in a UFO boat and, and yeah. hunt divers. This is not I'm not a idea. diver fan either. Not my thing. I, you yeah. know, it looks fun. Uh, <laughs> not to say I won't ever do it. Cause my, like I said, Jeff, he does everything, man. Yeah. That guy's like, he's always asking me, you want to go lay out today? And I'm always like, I got work. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'd like to do it, but it's cold windy and freaking waves wet <laughs> you need to you need to hook not up with brian is great not that field hunting is the best thing in the world but i oof, know but it's a little nice bit more my truck out there sometimes but yeah. yeah it's a little bit more comfortable you need to link up with brian ellithorpe out of uh out of uh ohio um because he's a big diver guy and uh sure. and 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 brian does a bit of work for real geese as well so um you need to link up yeah. with him and and get and get some uh, get some diver action in because Brian Brian's sure. a funny funny dude. Um, yeah, and he to goes get him up here. I'll go down there and get him up. Yeah, here you got to do a swap. You got to do a yeah, swap. Sure. But I remember sure. you telling me um, a while ago saying, "Hey, listen, if you guys want to come to Wisconsin, I'll host. I'll host you guys." Yep. So hey. You may, you may see us, you may Anytime, see us next man, fall. Let me know. We'll yeah. just get the crew together and that'd be awesome. Hotels dude. right in green Bay. I mean, there's some, Oh yeah. Do here. I mean, it's not a lot of fun, like fun stuff, I guess, but Packer dude. stadium is famous. Go yeah. To Lambeau. Oh. I mean, there's so many bars here too. If you're into that, like if you're into anything, anything drinking wise, this is, <laughs> It's your state right here. <laughs> it's your state right here. Awesome. Awesome, buddy. We're, you know what? Um, we didn't even get through all the stuff that I had written down, which, which I sort of kind of expected because yeah. it, it, it's usually the way um, we get talking and, and, and stuff like that. And I know there was a couple of things you wanted to talk about too, and you wanted to ask about, but we can yeah. save that for another time. Um, sure. Um, you are, you have an open invite to come on the show whenever you want, buddy. All you got to Perfect. do is reach out and, and just like you did before, just reach out and say, Hey, listen, uh, I got, I've got, I just did this. I think, uh, I think the listeners love to hear it. Um, sure. and you should, and just fire some, don't wait for me to send you a message because sure. I'll get, I get ton of tunnel vision <laughs> and, and I, I don't use my peripherals. So, um, no worries buddy anytime you have an open invite to come on this show and and have a chat with us and and tell us Perfect. about what you're at but we're at we're close on to that that 60 yep. minute mark so yep. uh so i thought uh you know what we'll we'll end it here and uh whatever else we got to talk about we'll save it for the next episode perfect perfect so um i'll let you uh say any final words that you want to say ethan and uh and then we'll yeah. uh, we'll shut this one down buddy Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Like I said, the, the invites open. So we're open from September 1st till January 1st ish. 
every year. So how hard is it? To, how hard is it to get tickets to the pack? Oh, yeah. Hard, eh? Not really hard. You're looking at some, some money. Oh, really? Eh? Mm, yeah, I bet. Ooh. I could see it. I could see it. It's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive to go. Even if well, you know the tailgate, someone, it's the tail, expensive. the tailgate's the better party, anyways. You can tailgate for free. You can go yeah. down there and tailgate for free, but you gotta go if you ever come to Green Bay. You gotta get in the state, and that's a life. It's you know, yeah, should be on it. everyone's bucket list. It's, it's a cool stadium, cool stadium. But yeah, come down anytime. Anybody's welcome. I try to take as many people as I can, especially youth. You know, I try to get people going into sport like Jeff did me and. You know, I kind of have to thank everybody that I hunt with that goes with me and puts up with me and <laughs> lets me run what I, you know, run whatever spread we want and, you know, hunt the fields that we want to hunt. And, um, you know, like I said, I gave Chase a shout out at, you know, check out his YouTube at somewhere in Wisconsin for any kind of hunting. I mean, if you want to find out about what's around here, that guy, he's solid, man. That's awesome. Um, so just all my buddies and obviously Craig at Real Geese and Tina and Brandy. So just always hooking us up and, and uh, you know, so that's awesome, pretty much bud. it, man. I appreciate you having me on and chatting with the hour about birds. I could talk about honkers for, for hours. <laughs> yeah, I know you. I know you could. <laughs> no, buddy, I, I appreciate you reaching out to us and, and, and sure. saying that you had something to offer our listeners and and I really do appreciate it and and like I said you're welcome back anytime you just gotta fire me a message and say hey Damien um I think it's time for me to come back on the show and and we'll get you in buddy um ladies Perfect. and gentlemen this was episode 125 of the union 0430 um I know you can tell we are just regular people we will not pretend to be experts. We are who we are. We just love talking about shooting birds. Um, and that could be a little bit morbid, uh, depending on how you look at it. But um, it, it, it's our passion. So um, big love to you. Big love to all of you that are listening. Ethan, buddy, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and I really, really do look forward to having you back on again. Episode 125, like and subscribe. Big love, everybody.